0: Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to the International Moving Podcast, your guide to moving to another country, brought to you by SDC International Shipping, LA's finest. An international move is exciting. It's a time to start over, establish a new business, maybe reestablish family ties, or retire where your budget will do more for you. Or maybe just the weather is more to your liking. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, and if you have any questions about your international move, please give us a call at 888-779-3962. That's 888-779-3962. Hey everyone, this is Jim for SDC International Shipping. Great to be here with you today. Today I'm going to share with you some thoughts on international car shipping from the United States to another country. I think you're really going to enjoy this information, especially if this is something that you're considering doing in the not-too-distant future. Now each year, SDC International Shipping moves clients to locations all around the world. We're an established international car shipping company and we're located in the Los Angeles area many of our customers find themselves moving for reasons like temporary work or studies. And we also send a large shipment for clients who are going to new retirement relocations as well. Then on the other side, you have things like foreign nationals living in the United States, and oftentimes they move back to their home country every year. And then we have tourists that come to the United States to purchase cars at auction or antique shows. And they will also want to send those back, of course, to their home country. So whatever the reason for moving something from the United States to a location around the world, it makes sense sometimes when you're making your move to bring the vehicle along with you. So let's talk a little bit about figuring out international car shipping regulations. There's a lot of information here, so I'm going to do my best not to just weigh you down with the information, but give you some ideas on what you should be looking for to help you get started. If you have a visa as a permanent resident, or you're a returning citizen uh, of your destination, most countries will allow for the import of a car without you having to pay an import tax. Not all, but most. So this isn't uniform, of course, throughout the world, but cars commonly must be between six months and five years old to qualify for tax-free import. Many countries will not let in cars that are older than five years old unless they are certified as antiques. I'm not sure how old a car has to be to be considered an antique. I think it's between 20 and 25 years somewhere in there. You usually have to own the vehicle for at least six months before sending it. So if you're now just investigating the relocation and it's something that you're going to do within the next few months, go ahead and check out the local uh, regulations uh, and then plan accordingly, wherever it is that you're going to go. It It might make sense for you to upgrade to a new car now in certain situations. Now, if you do not meet the immigration requirement, you can still send a car, but the applicable taxes are going to be applied to the destination country. There is usually a requirement that you must continue to own the car for at least a year after it's transported, and in some places, up to three years after the import before you can resell it in the new country. Most countries require that cars undergo inspection and local licensing before you're able to drive on the roads. In other words, you can drive your car maybe for a short time until you get the local ID number and address and all of that stuff settled down. But uh, some countries will only allow for um, four-wheel drive vehicles uh, to families and there's often different rules for things like light pickups to heavy pickups, which are considered commercial vehicles in most countries. Localization is often required. In other words, some countries have a specific regulation about things like emissions and headlights or the size of the license plate, that little plastic thing that goes around it. And if your car doesn't meet those local requirements, it needs to be fitted to meet those local uh, regulations. And typically, they have garages that are specifically designed to provide these services. They know what to do. They work right along with the licensing facilities, or sometimes these services are provided by the licensing facilities themselves. Cars often have to be delivered to these kinds of facilities directly after shipping. Even if you've ordered the door-to-door service, the automobile is delivered to the inspection garage in many countries, and you're also required to be there. As you go through this process, and you can understand why when you read uh, articles online about cars being stolen and and um, just there's an entire black market, of course, right with for all kinds of vehicles. So, yeah, there are a lot of um, requirements in place to make sure that what's happening is legal. So uh, a few countries require that you receive specific permission for your exact vehicle before it's exported, but generally this isn't a rule. So ask your SDC relocation specialist to help you check what exact requirements are going to apply with your specific destination. There's a lot of popular car shipping destinations around the world, the United Kingdom, Germany, Australia, Switzerland, Italy, Spain. There are quite a few of them. All right, let's talk about driving on the right-hand side of the road. Okay, It would help if you keep in mind that not all countries will allow you to import right-hand drive cars. So please ensure that whatever country you want to send the car to will allow it. About a third of the countries in the world today drive on the left. In these jurisdictions, the steering column is on the car's right-hand side. The standard American car, of course, has the steering column on the left-hand side and cannot be licensed in these countries, especially, well, there are expectations that can be made for antique cars. So that would be something, again, specific to your situation. All right. What about things like international motorcycle shipping? What if you have a motorcycle? Even if you're not permitted to send your car, there's a good chance that you can ship your motorcycle. So remember that motorcycle controls are also inverted in some countries, but others still allow for it. Some countries will allow you to import both a motorcycle and a car. And this is not an issue for most families as each returning citizen in a lot of countries can bring one vehicle with them if they're an adult. So if you have a household of three adults and two children, then there's the opportunity for three vehicles, two adults, two vehicles, and so on. If you own a motorcycle and you want to ship it, if you're sending a private container in your move, SDC International Shipping has expert movers that will prepare your motorcycle for the shipment. And that means doing all the necessary things, like things that people never really think about, like emptying fluids, crating it, securing it within your shipping container. Also, there are documents, of course, required for international car shipping. And the first step in this whole process is collecting and having on hand all of these necessary documents so that you can export and then import your car. The typical set of documents includes your registration, your title, the bill of lading, the notarized bill of sale, the filling out of the EPA forms, DOT forms, and your new insurance policy. So you may be asked to provide other documents covering the vehicle. New requirements often come up, so you know, you can't you can't be over this is, these are things that are fluid and that change sort of regularly. So you, you can't be too prepared when it comes to making sure you have the paperwork that you need. That's why it's vital that you plan your move in advance, not at the last minute, so that way you'll have all the paperwork that you need in place. All right, when we talk about things like international car uh, shipping options. What are we talking about? How your automobile will be shipped depends on the logistics of your individual move. Our international car shipping options via the sea, for example, include a containerized shipment as well as roll-on, roll-off shipping. If you ever seen those pictures or on uh, TV where you see a a boat and it has the the top looks like it's a parking lot all these cars are parked there that's the an an example of roll-on roll-off or otherwise known as uh, ro ro -ro shipping ro ro roll-on roll-off so if you're concerned about convenience and speed there's also the option of air freight which means that your car will be shipped by plane so containerized car shipment what does that look like your car can be shipped in a sole shipping container. So if you're tight on finances, you may ship a car in a shared container with other vehicles heading in that direction. But unlike shipping a car in a private container, it may take longer before your car goes out to sea because the, the mover is going to wait until that container is filled up before it leaves the port. Most cars, SUVs, light pickup trucks can be sent in a shipping container typically the most economical way of shipping them is to get a large container that can accommodate both your household goods and your personal belongings along with the vehicle. So the part of it goes back to the internal width of the shipping container. It's approximately, I believe it's seven feet, eight inches wide. So a vehicle like a Toyota Highlander, for example, is one of the more common types of uh, cars that get shipped and it's 76 inches wide and it just fits into the container. So the roll-on roll-off shipping, how that works is your vehicle is placed and secured on a shipping vessel. This is less expensive than sending the vehicle in a single container. The roll-on roll-off shipping pretty much looks like a parking lot on a ship. Your car is driven onto the vessel, it's fastened in its spot to avoid shifting and movement, and then upon arrival to the destination port, it's driven off the vessel. So roll-on, roll-off is more timely than shipping in a shared container. It's also cheaper because your auto is less protected during the journey, during the travel. However, opposite to the consolidated shipping, it may take longer to transit because roll-on, roll-off usually dock at multiple ports before they eventually reach your port. So we have articles about this on our website at sdcinternationalshipping.com. For example, roll-on, roll-off versus uh, container shipping, which one is better for your car? You can go ahead and, and check that out. Now, shipping a car by air, shipping your car by plane is the most pricey transportation method because it's the fastest and it's also the most secure. It's a perfect option for clients that can afford air freight despite its price, and especially if you have a high-value type of car or a classic, vintage, something luxury or something like that. So SDC International Shipping will help you choose the method that that fits your time, your budget, and all these other things that factor into your specific move. But in our view, sole container shipping is the best investment for safety as well as the timely arrival of your vehicle. When we talk about things like international car shipping costs. Oftentimes, people want a direct number, but there's a lot of factors in there. So, if we just have to, if we have to throw some numbers around, I would say between a thousand and five thousand dollars. And there's there's a variance in there that's you know fairly significant. But if you're looking for numbers roughly. I would say I consider between $1000 and $5000 to ship a car by sea. What other factors will affect the cost of shipping the vehicle? Well, of course there's the type of vehicle. That's why we have, you know, the variance in price. Cars are not the only vehicles that you're permitted to send overseas. So for example, somebody might send a motorcycle, somebody may send a scooter, and uh, some countries will allow you to send both motorcycles and vehicles, cars. Some countries will allow only one licensed vehicle per family, while others will one licensed vehicle per adult in that family. So it does depend. And however, when you send your motorcycle in your shipping container, it can be created and secured within your container for a small additional cost. You don't want something to fall over during a move. And for example, the oil spills out onto everything or gasoline spills out. I mean, these are some of the things that have to be taken care of, obviously, as this as you're securing the vehicle for transport or motorcycle, whatever it happens to be. Also, you can send both licensed and unlicensed vehicles. So cars licensed in a destination country need to meet you know, certain safety and licensing regulations. Some countries permit light motorcycles. Others don't. In addition, you have things like ATVs, off-road motorcycles, snowmobiles, jet skis, motorized scooters, and they all require licensing in most countries. If they're licensed or, or titled in your state, you need to clear their title before you'll be able to send it overseas. In other words, you need to own it outright. Regardless of the licensing policy in your destination country, again, that's very important to remember. You need to clear the title, don't forget that, before sending it overseas. Um, Boats can usually be dispatched on trailers, and their registration is generally done via a different type of of government, uh, institution, ministry, facility, whatever label you want to put on it. So um, shipping methods. Most cars, SUVs, like pickups, trucks, they will, again, fit into a shipping container. If you're shopping for a new car, the measure is listed in the details of all new vehicles, sizes. So if you're planning to do some uh, really detailed planning on your move, You might find that buying a new car six months before your move date would make the most sense. If this is something that you want to do, you want to purchase a vehicle that's newer and move it. Some SUVs, vans, and full-size pickups aren't going to fit into a shipping container. And these, along with things like RVs and boats and other oversized vehicles, get sent using the roll-on, roll-off method where... The vehicles are delivered using special ships just for that type of transport. So the, don't let the name fool you. Also roll on, roll off. It is a safe method and there is a protected environment. Of course, it's different protection, different amount of protection than putting the vehicle in a plane. But again, we're just looking at the overall, I guess you could say the pros and cons of different shipping methods. Now, occasionally, we'll send our client cars using specialized containers and those containers have been outfitted with the equipment to make the automobile transport extra safe and secure so when you get quotes for the international shipping of, of cars or of vehicles um, include the exact method ask for the exact method details on the exact method sometimes cheap methods like open containers are used But unfortunately, these open containers expose your vehicle to the natural elements, water, wind, and you just never know if there's going to be a storm or something like that during the time that your move is taking place. Okay. Now, when we look at things like the origin and the destination, where will your car be picked up? If you live close, let's say, to a major port It's going to cost less. It's going to cost less than if you live way out in the country or in the mountain area or someplace like that, and they have to go out there and pick up the vehicle. So, and of course, if the car has to be, a car carrier has to travel hundreds of miles in the transport process. Now, sometimes you can bring your car directly to one of the warehouses or the ports, and that also will reduce the overall shipping uh, costs. So that's the origin side of it. And the destination side, the cost of shipping a car is also going to depend on the destination because usually not, uh, but not always, the further the further away the destination, the costlier it's going to be. However, there are specific destinations where the laws of supply and demand will help reduce the cost because there's just so many people in that same uh, scenario. How can you reduce The cost of shipping a vehicle. I would say that the best way to reduce shipping cost is to send it as part of the household items that you're shipping. In other words, everything goes together. And you eliminate many of the intermediate steps when you send your car within your container. Many clients send a 20-foot container with their personal effects and household goods, and the container is large enough to hold all the furniture And personal interests that you'd find in a typical three-bedroom house in the United States. However, the standard car requires for about 15 feet for its length. And it means that sending a car in your container, that's going to take up most of its room, and there may not be enough room in it for the remainder of your items. Or you can opt for a 40-foot container with an additional. 15% cargo space with plenty of room for all of your belongings and your car. So shipping your car from some of the top ports, let's say New York, Los Angeles, or Miami, could also be more cost efficient than shipping from less popular departure ports. Now, other international car shipping costs, while sending a car to most locations, especially European ones, the additional costs will be associated with moving your car just from one country to another. But we'll also include the cost of legal fees for the services that must be performed to prepare your car for the export. In addition, you'll need to have your, like I said, your car's original title and license, along with a copy of your driver's license. And so all of these will be returned to you before you depart And, you know, also you just require these documents when you get to the destination point, when your car arrives. And then finally, there's the labor costs associated with moving the vehicle. All right, let's talk briefly about high taxes for CO2-emitting vehicles. It is what it is. Many European countries have recently imposed taxes on high CO2-emitting automobiles. And you may want to consider a hybrid if moving to places like France or Germany, for example, safety equipment is usually not a problem as you know, you're sending a newer car. However, the cars, again, must be between six months to five years old on average when sending them to most destinations. Also, special permits. A handful of countries require that you obtain a specific permit for importing your car before sending it. Unfortunately, this is something that you would have to do yourself. So please review your shipping quotes very carefully. Depending on the country, your car may be delivered directly to the facility. And even if you send your vehicle within a private shipping container, your container is often opened at the port. The vehicle is removed for transportation to the licensing and inspection facility. And then the remainder of the contents will be delivered to your door. Marine insurance. We always recommend purchasing marine insurance to protect the car while it's in the open ocean. If your existing car insurance can't arrange that for you, then as a shipping company, we have this as an additional add-on service. Customs duty. Customs duty is a fee that you need to pay for shipping a car internationally. Some countries charge low fees. And we'll check the port of the country you're relocating to to inform you about their custom fees. Usually, these taxes are calculated as a percentage of the car's value. Also, additional taxes and fees such as sales tax or processing costs may be applied. As your shipping uh, company, of course, will tell you what to expect you may have to be present. This is the last thing I want to leave here. And I know that sometimes as you're listening to this, it may sound overwhelming. So I know some people, they just decide that it's just better to sell their car before they leave. And it depends again on your particular circumstance. You may have a, again, a car that you're very much attached to, it has sentimental value to it, or you just may have older cars and you think, you know, it's just worth it buying in a new country when we get there. So uh, you do have to be present when on the other side at the destination port where the vehicle is going to be delivered. Most countries demand that the car owner be present when the car passes through customs and vehicle inspection. Many require the owner's physical presence at at very least at the review. So we will try and notify you as your mover as soon as we know about your car's customs clearance date. And if you're moving somewhere far away from the port, you may have to arrange to travel to the dock when your vehicle does arrive. All right. I think that does it for today's topic. I know we've covered a lot and I hope this will help you get some more detail to help you plan better as you go over the entire process. So until next time, this is Jim for SDC International Shipping. Thanks for being here and I'll talk to you later. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening. Whether you're relocating within the country or moving to the other side of the world, we're here to help from start to finish. Connect with us today at 888-779-3962. That's 888-779-3962.